Yeah, talking freedom and liberation. Worldwide, not just only for the nation. A radical guide, it's time to make changes. Bringing interviews and radical education. Yeah, yeah, a better future. Welcome to A Radical Podcast, where we take you on a thought-provoking and engaging exploration of anarchism, radical politics, and social resistance worldwide. I'm your host, Jason Bayless. In today's episode, we will explore anarchism's historical and contemporary role in the anti-fascist movement from the Spanish Civil War to the Rojava Revolution. In our weekly Anarchists and Radical News segment, we'll discuss the ongoing renter evictions crisis and the global rise of evictions. Finally, in our Radical Locations segment, we'll introduce you to Barbacha in the Kabylie region of Algeria and its inspiring story of autonomy and resistance against authoritarianism. So sit back, relax, and join us as we celebrate the resilience, adaptability, and determination of anarchists, radicals, and activists in pursuing a better world. Let's go! In this week's weekly anarchist and radical news segment, we'll discuss a recent article published by Freedom, an independent radical co-op controlled by its volunteers, focusing on a pressing issue facing renters in London, According to the article, the London Renters' Union, LRU, is urging the UK government to address potential loopholes in the upcoming Renters' Reform Bill that might allow landlords to bypass the planned ban on Section 21 no-fault evictions. The bill's current provisions may need to be revised to abolish no-fault evictions, leaving renters fully vulnerable. The LRU highlights that four years after the government promised to end Section 21, Renters are still facing an evictions crisis with no-fault evictions and rising rents causing significant issues for tenants. Unfortunately, tenants who report disrepair are often twice as likely to face retaliatory evictions. The Renters Reform Bill aims to increase renters' security in their homes and empower them to challenge mistreatment. However, the LRU believes that without strict limits on in-tenancy rent increases, landlords could still use excessive rent hikes to force unwanted tenants out perpetuating a power imbalance that leaves renters unable to challenge unsafe living conditions. Furthermore, the LRU calls for stronger protections against fraudulent use of the new Section 8 grounds, allowing landlords to evict tenants under the pretext of moving a family member in or selling the property. The LRU has been campaigning to end Section 21 since 2018 and advocated for an eviction ban during the COVID-19 lockdowns. They are currently pushing for a rent freeze. Clara Hill, a spokesperson for the London Renters' Union, emphasizes the need for comprehensive legislation to truly end all no-fault evictions, including those resulting from unaffordable rent increases. This was a summary of the news article that was published on Freedom's site, freedomnews.org.uk. Now let's dive deeper into the eviction crisis that renters face worldwide and its connection to the anarchist perspective. The rise of renter evictions is a complex issue with various causes, such as rising rents, the loss of affordable housing, inadequate tenant protections, and the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. The consequences of this crisis are numerous, including increased homelessness, poverty, and social disruption. Anarchists argue that the eviction crisis stems directly from the capitalist system, which they believe is inherently exploitative and prioritizes private property over human needs. Anarchists propose the abolition of capitalism in favor of a society based on mutual aid, cooperation, and universal housing rights. They are committed to creating a better world by organizing tenant unions, providing mutual aid to those in need, 
and fighting to abolish private property. In addition to the London Renters' Union, there are several examples of groups and networks worldwide organizing in response to the eviction crisis. For example, the Oakland Tenants' Union in the United States has been organizing tenants to fight against evictions and for better housing conditions in Oakland, California. In Spain, the Plataforma de Afectados por la Hipoteca, PAH, Platform for People Affected by Mortgages. PAH is a free association, as are all the resources it provides, that brings together solidarity activists and people with difficulties paying the mortgage, the rent, living in a recovered apartment, or who are in the process of eviction. The Movement for Housing Rights, MHR, and associated local groups operate worldwide, campaigning for the right to housing and taking a stand against evictions. Rents have steadily increased in many parts of the world, making it harder for renters to afford their homes. The loss of affordable housing due to demolition, conversion to market rate units, and gentrification exacerbates the issue. Additionally, many countries lack strong tenant protections, making it easier for landlords to evict tenants, even for unjustified reasons. The COVID-19 pandemic has further strained the rental market, with many renters losing jobs or facing reduced hours, making it difficult to pay rent. The consequences of this crisis are numerous, including increased homelessness, poverty, and social disruption. Anarchists argue that the eviction crisis stems directly from the capitalist system, which they believe is inherently exploitative and prioritizes private property over human needs. They propose the abolition of capitalism in favor of a society based on mutual aid, cooperation, and universal housing rights. These groups, like the Oakland Tenants Union, PAH, and MHR, highlight the growing resistance against evictions worldwide. Although not specifically anarchists, they share common goals with anarchists in their fight against the eviction crisis. In conclusion, anarchists view the eviction crisis as a direct result of capitalism. They are working towards building a more equitable society by challenging the capitalist system and advocating for universal housing rights. Anarchists and other activists are actively fighting against the eviction crisis and striving to create a world where everyone has a right to safe and secure housing through organizing efforts like tenant unions and mutual aid networks. That's it for this week's weekly Anarchist Radical News segment. Thank you to Freedom News for their insightful reporting, and make sure to stay tuned for next week's update on the latest news from the anarchist and radical world. La propriète, cesse le volume. A radical guy, that's what this is Highlighting the diverse world of resistance In this segment, we'll take a closer look into the role of anarchism within the anti-fascist movement. We'll explore the theoretical foundations, key historical events, and the organizing principles that shape both anarchism and anti-fascism. Let's begin by understanding the essence of anarchism. As covered in previous episodes, anarchism is a political philosophy that envisions a society without hierarchy, based on voluntary cooperation and mutual aid. Thinkers like Mikhail Bakunin, Peter Kropotkin, and Emma Goldman have contributed significantly to its development. Bakunin highlighted the importance of collective action and direct democracy. Kropotkin focused on mutual aid as a vital principle for organizing society, and Goldman stressed the need for individual freedom, autonomy, and direct action. Now let's define anti-fascism. It's a broad term encompassing opposition to fascist ideologies characterized by authoritarianism, nationalism, and often racism. Anti-fascist thought emerged in response to the rise of fascism in the early 20th century. 
It includes various ideologies and political affiliations united by their opposition to fascism. With that background, let's explore the key organizing principles and strategies that are so essential to the anti-fascist movement and how they shape the way anarchists and other activists tackle these issues. Direct action, mutual aid, and solidarity are central to anti-fascist organizing, with these tactics aiming to confront and dismantle oppressive power structures. Autonomous organizing also plays a significant role in the anti-fascist movement, emphasizing decentralized, self-governed groups that coordinate and cooperate voluntarily. This approach truly reflects the core values of anarchism. Now let's take a trip through history and explore the essential role anarchists have played in the fight against fascism. We'll look at their involvement in various anti-fascist struggles, including the Spanish Civil War, the Battle of Cable Street, and resistance against Mussolini's regime in Italy. We'll also discuss their role in contemporary movements like Antifa and the Rojava Revolution. During the Spanish Civil War, 1936 to 1939, anarchists joined forces with communists, socialists, and other left-wing factions as the Popular Front to resist General Francisco Franco's fascist regime. Imagine the determination and bravery of these individuals, like the members of the Anarcho-Syndicalist Trade Union, the Confederación Nacional del Trabajo, CNT, and the Anarchist Federation, the Federación Anarchista Ibérica, FAI, who were united in their struggle. They organized militias, collectivized industries, and implemented social reforms in controlled areas, demonstrating the power of autonomous organizing. The Battle of Cable Street in 1936 is another example where a coalition of anti-fascist groups, including anarchists, communists, socialists, trade unionists, and local Jewish and Irish communities, successfully stopped Oswald Mosley's British Union of Fascists from marching through a predominantly Jewish neighborhood in East London. Picture the diverse group of anti-fascist protesters, united by their common goal, working together to protect the local community. The role of Italian anarchists in the anti-fascist struggle against Benito Mussolini's regime is another instance of anarchism's involvement in combating fascism. Many anarchists participated in the underground resistance against fascism within Italy and in exile, utilizing autonomous organizing to create decentralized resistance networks. Errico Malatesta, for example, played a crucial role in organizing anti-fascist resistance during the early years of Mussolini's rule, even while in exile. In the modern era, anarchists continue participating in anti-fascist struggles, with key organizing principles such as direct action, mutual aid, and solidarity at the forefront. The Antifa movement has been adopted by various anarchist and anti-fascist groups worldwide, operating as a decentralized network and embodying the spirit of autonomous organizing. Another contemporary example is the Rojava Revolution in northern Syria, where anarchists and other left-wing volunteers worldwide have joined Kurdish forces in the fight against ISIS and other fascist forces. This struggle showcases the importance of mutual aid, solidarity, and direct action, core anarchist organizing principles. The revolution is based on the principles of direct democracy, gender equality, and ecological sustainability, which resonate with many anarchists. The International Freedom Battalion, a military unit comprising international volunteers and anarchists, has actively participated in this struggle, emphasizing autonomous organizing and cooperation among different groups, reflecting the essence of anarchism in their actions. 
the Rojava Revolution is a significant example of anarchism, demonstrating the possibility of building a society based on freedom, equality, and solidarity. It highlights that anarchists are committed to fighting against oppression and are dedicated to constructing a better world. The ongoing Rojava Revolution has inspired people worldwide to fight for a better world, showcasing anarchism as a viable alternative to capitalism and state power. The future of the revolution remains uncertain, but its impact has been undeniably significant. The historical examples and key organizing principles discussed in this segment showcase the vital role anarchism has played and continues to play in the fight against fascism. Anarchists have consistently demonstrated their commitment to direct action, mutual aid, solidarity, and autonomous organizing in their struggle against oppressive forces. These principles have shaped the anti-fascist movement and inspired people worldwide to seek a more egalitarian and just society. The involvement of anarchists in various anti-fascist struggles across history, from the Spanish Civil War to the Rojava Revolution, exemplifies the resilience and adaptability of anarchism in confronting fascism. This legacy of resistance and the pursuit of a better world remind us that anarchism remains a powerful force for change and an enduring inspiration for those striving to create a society grounded in freedom, equality, and solidarity. Radical education, yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need, not rooted in capitalism or supremacy. This week, our featured location is Barbacha, a town in the Kabylie region of Algeria. Situated in the province of Bejaya, Barbacha is located along the Mediterranean coast in the northern part of the country. The Kabylie region, including Barbacha, is predominantly populated by Berbers, an ethnic group indigenous to North Africa. They have their language, Kabyle, a dialect of the Berber language, Tamazite. The area boasts a rich history and a distinct culture characterized by unique customs, music, and cuisine. The Kabylie region, encompassing Barbacha, has a long history of anti-authoritarian resistance, dating back to the Roman Empire when the Berbers fought against Roman rule. Throughout history, the Kabul people have maintained a strong sense of identity, and have resisted various forms of political and cultural domination. In more recent times, the anti-authoritarian resistance in Kabylie has been directed against the central Algerian government, which Arab nationalists and military figures have dominated since the country gained independence from France in 1962. This resistance has taken various forms, from civil disobedience to armed struggle. Two significant events in Kabylie's anti-authoritarian resistance are the Berber Spring of 1980 and the Black Spring of 2001. The Berber Spring was a cultural and political movement sparked by the Algerian government's attempt to impose Arabic as the sole official language in the country. It led to widespread protests and demands for the recognition of Berber culture, language, and identity, as well as greater regional autonomy. The Black Spring was a series of protests and riots triggered by the Algerian gendarmerie's killing of a young Kabul student. The population demanded justice, the withdrawal of security forces from the region, and greater autonomy. Still, the protests resulted in over 100 deaths and further strained relations between the Kabylie region and the central government. Despite these tensions, the Kabul people have persistently fought for recognition, cultural preservation, and political autonomy. They have often used nonviolent means, such as strikes, protests, and civil disobedience, to make their voices heard and resist authoritarianism. 
In 2001, Barbacha's residents took a courageous stand by expelling police, gendarmerie, and military forces from the area and burning their buildings. Consequently, Barbacha has been without formal security services for over a decade, but has maintained a low crime rate. The town has established a functioning city government, exemplifying a model of dual power. The town boasts a unique and autonomous lifestyle that challenges traditional power structures and emphasizes local self-governance. In summary, Barbacha is a small town in the Kabylie region of northern Algeria with a rich history of anti-authoritarian resistance. Despite being without formal security services, it has maintained a low crime rate for over a decade. The people of Barbacha and the broader Kabylie region continue to challenge traditional power structures and emphasize local self-governance, making it a model of dual power. You can learn more about Barbacha and other locations on a Radical Guide, radicalguide.com. In today's update, we'd also like to remind all our listeners that if you know of a location that should be featured on a Radical Guide, you can add it to our platform. Doing so will help expand our comprehensive directory, which features organizations, collectives, and initiatives championing social justice, equality, and radical activism. To add a location, visit RadicalGuide.com and click the Add Listing button in the top right-hand corner. Your contributions will help others discover valuable connections and foster a sense of solidarity among activists. If you don't have a location to add but still wish to support a Radical Guide, please visit RadicalGuide.com and click the Support ARG button in the top menu to explore ways to contribute. Stay tuned for future updates and remember to visit RadicalGuide.com to add listings or support a Radical Guide's mission. Let's go! Thank you for joining us on today's journey through A Radical Podcast. We hope our discussions on the historical and contemporary role of anarchism in the anti-fascist movement, the ongoing renter evictions crisis, and the inspiring story of autonomy and resistance in Barbacha, Algeria, have given you new insights and inspiration. As we close, remember that the struggle for a better world is ongoing, and your participation and solidarity matter. Stay informed, stay engaged, and don't hesitate to share your thoughts and experiences with others in the fight for freedom, justice, and equality. If you'd like to stay updated on future episodes and learn more about anarchism, radical politics, and social resistance, please subscribe to A Radical Podcast on your preferred platform. You can also follow us on social media and visit our website, RadicalGuide.com, to add listings or support our mission. I'm your host, Jason Bayless, and I look forward to bringing you more stories of resilience, adaptability, and determination in our next episode. Until then, stay radical, stay strong, and keep fighting. Yeah, talking freedom and liberation. Worldwide, not just only for the nation. A radical guide, it's time to make changes. Bringing interviews and radical education. Yeah, yeah. A better future, what we really need. Not rooted in capitalism or supremacy. Yeah, yeah. Trust, you don't want to miss it. We bring the truth right to you. The past, present, and future. Let's go. A radical guide, that's what this is. Highlighting the diverse world of resistance. Let's go.